The gambling cloud continues to hover over Allen Park. We got news from OTAs as well on a Friday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you on another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day on a Friday, May 26th into Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends about Locked On Lions. If you have Lion fan friends that are new to the show or never heard the show before, pass around, spread the word. We're giving you content each and every day right here on Locked On Lions. Shout out to our everydayers who listen each and every day. Right here on this very show, we appreciate you. My uh, appreciate you, my guy Jacob Mitchus hit me up on Twitter. Jacob and his like baby son Finnegan. Jacob and Finnegan listen on their way to a daycare every day. So shout out to the Mitchus family. I hope I pronounced their name right, but uh, baby Finn is the man. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks at Locked On Lions as well on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and again. You can watch us for free and subscribe on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Shout out to my man, Mike Vanderpool, Heart of a Lions fan, for the T-shirt. Um, here we go, folks. Uh, the gambling investigation on the Lions continues. We have news on that coming up momentarily here on Locked On Lions. OTAs, week one is in the books. There were some head turners, some people that did really well down in Allen Park. We'll explain some of, give you some of those names coming up. And yes, the DeAndre Hopkins story took a turn today. Will it involve the Lions? We'll dive into that as well uh, right here on Locked on Lions. Um, all right, let's start with this. Kalen Kaler, NFL writer for TheAthletic.com, reporting this morning that the NFL is investigating a fifth, yes, fifth Lion player from last year for a potential violation of the league's gambling policy Sources tell TheAthletic.com. Now, The Athletic is not naming the player at this time because the investigation is ongoing. The player currently under investigation, quote, was not a prominent member of the 2022 team, end quote. He's yet to be interviewed by the league's investigator. The player's agent declined to comment when reached by The Athletic, as did spokespeople for the NFL, the NFLPA, and the Lions. This player is the fifth 2022 Lions player to be investigated for gambling. Remember, C.J. Moore... Quintez Cephas, indefinite suspensions for gambling on the NFL, uh, on the NFL, excuse me, Jamison Williams of the Lions, along with Stanley, Stanley Berryhill, who was let go, both received six-game suspensions. Um, J-Mo is the only one left on the team. Now there's a fifth player, but again, not a prominent member of last year's team. I don't know what that definition is. If it's a backup, if it's a special teamer, if it's a kicker, punter, Jack Fox is prominent, let's be honest. But uh, regardless, it's a concern. Now, the league is reportedly investigating other players, too. It's not just a fifth Lions player. But it seems like most teams got the memo about players not gambling on the NFL, despite the fact that this segment is brought to you by DraftKings. This segment is brought to you by BetMGM, FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown or the NFL right? But yet the players aren't allowed to bet on the games. Now, they're also not allowed to bet 
on any other sports while they're in the building or in the stadium. So Ford Field or, of course, 222 Rodwood Drive down there in Allen Park. So that's what got Jamison Williams in trouble. If you missed yesterday's show, I played you the audio, courtesy of Channel 7, of Jamison Williams basically saying he had no idea what happened, didn't remember what he gambled on, didn't know the rule, didn't know anything. Um, but, you know, says he understands the consequence and he's missing the first six games. So we'll, we'll see about this. But regardless, it's not a good look for the Lions. You know, I can make jokes on here and say, oh, it's no longer 222 uh, uh, Republic Drive or 222 Rodwood Drive. It's 222 Las Vegas Boulevard. What's going on in Allen Park? What, are they running a gambling ring down there? But again, a lot of people bet on a lot of different things. Your favorite sports personalities put money down. Brent Musburger for years publicly was talking about point spreads on the air. Scott Van Pelt, who I think is the best guy ESPN has, and it's not even close. I listen to SV Pod every week. Scott's always talking about bad beats or betting on golf or whatever it is. And yet he was calling the PJ Championship last week. Now, again, gambling is legal for most in most states now. And it's all over the billboards along with weed and everything else. But for players that actually play on these teams, they are prohibited from betting on anything. Well, they could bet on other sports just from home or somewhere else in their car, not at the facility or at the stadium. So now, again, we've got another gambling investigation of a quote-unquote not prominent member of last year's team. Hopefully this is it. Look, the investigation is still going on. Maybe they won't find anything. But if they find something... You know, the jokes will be going for a while about what's going on in Allen Park and if the Lions are, you know, all these guys have gambling problems. Rarely have we seen over the last couple of years under the Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell regime any kind of bad press on this team. Any kind of cancerous stories that have come out. It's been kumbaya in Allen Park for three years. It's been great. Players all believe in the coach. They all believe in the GM. It's a tight-knit group. Great culture, owners on board, front office on board. Got really good front office people there that are likely going to be poached from other teams one day, like Ray Agnew and Mike Disner and heck, Chris Spielman. Coaches that nearly took head coaching jobs this past year, like Ben Johnson. Aaron Glenn was interviewed. So the Lions have been the poster child for positivity over the last couple of years even despite the 2021 record, which was 3-13-1. Now this is the first sort of negative stain on the organization with this gambling business. But again, some of you may say, wait a minute, there's gambling going on in the stadiums. There's DraftKings and FanDuel and, you know, Bet Rivers and Bet Online. all of them. They're all affiliated with the league. What's going on? Well, the players have been told, despite what Jameson Williams said, Players have been told, don't do it. All right, OTAs wrapped up for week one. They are back at it next week, I believe, Wednesday through Friday. Organized team activities. There were a few head turners down in Ellen Park. Some folks that looked pretty good and did a nice job. We will go over that uh, coming up next. But first, I got to tell you about Built Bar. I told you yesterday. Where is it? Uh, I got it here somewhere. Oh, yeah. I told you yesterday. Double chocolate, baby. Built Bar. I don't just talk about built. I actually eat these things every day. Come on now. Told you my man, Coach Pav, he got me a box of double chocolate. I just ordered the coconut brownie chunk puffs today. 
at Built.com. I put LOCK15 in there for the uh, promo code, and I saved 15%. You can do the same at Built.com. They are, they are the best-tasting protein bar out there, period. I love Built Bars. I've been eating them for years, and I'm so glad they are still a great subscriber here of Locked On Lions and Locked On Pod, Podcast Network. They're healthy, too. They taste amazing, but they're healthy. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They come in great flavors, too, like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. Um, and I love the puffs, too. These, these marshmallow fluffy puffs that are a great snack, and they're only 140 calories. Like I said, I just ordered the cookie dough chunk ones, or coconut brownie chunk ones, excuse me, right there on the website at Built.com. They're out today. Check it out. Or you can go to your local Walmart. They're selling Built Bars there. And head to your nearest Sam's Club, if you remember, and grab that 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. Again, Built.com, 15% off. Put in the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-15. It's Built Bar. Got a little Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to Jeremy Reisman from prideofdetroit.com. Well, we got great reviews. People love Jeremy coming on uh, on Wednesday. We talked a little bit about Jamison Williams and you did that audio yesterday. Trevor Sykema from PFF, our buddy that used to host a bevy of shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, now from Pro Football Focus. Trevor is going to join us on Tuesday's edition of Locked on Lions. Um, all right, so organized team activities. They are not mandatory. They are voluntary. Most everybody, I think, though, was there um, in Allen Park for OTAs last this past week. They'll be back next week. And there were a few observations made by a lot of the writers and some people that I talked to um, uh, around the team. Number one, they were taking it really slow with the rookies. Like Jack Campbell wasn't starting. Jameer Gibbs was like the last running back used on the second and third team going through drills and other things. So they are taking it very, very slow with the rookies and easing them in. And I think that's a smart move. He did it consistently. And they did the same thing last year during OTAs. Aiden Hutchinson wasn't starting the first day. Um, Few people that turned some heads, first and foremost, and I, I brought this up a couple days ago, and I was very interested in seeing how they were going to do this. But one head turner, somebody that did very well in week one, was Derek Barnes, the now third-year linebacker out of Penn State. Derek Barnes, um, or Purdue, excuse me, Purdue. Derek Barnes was starting with the first-team defense during 11-on-11s uh, and drills during OTAs this week. It was Barnes and Alex Anzalone with Rodrigo and Jack Campbell with the second team. What does that mean? I don't know. But Anzalone was asked about it afterwards and said, Derek Barnes has made huge strides. He's worked so hard. He's a different guy than he's been. Um, so that's an interesting one to watch. I was intrigued to see how the Lions would line up with their linebackers uh, for OTAs. And so far, Derek Barnes... Uh, is a starter, or at least starting right now and playing with the ones at OTAs. Remember, and, and Jeremy pointed this out on Wednesday, he's kind of an edge rusher slash linebacker at Purdue, came to Detroit, has worked with Chris Spielman a lot over the last few years to develop into a good inside linebacker, very good on special teams. He's made some big plays when he's gotten opportunities, 
in 11, uh, you know, 11 on 11 playing for the defense. Uh, I think there was that fourth and one. I don't know if it was last year, or the year before, where he stuffed a running back. I'm excited to see what year three of Derek Barnes looks like. But again, you got to figure Anzalone's going to be out there. And Jack Campbell wasn't drafted 18th not to play. Derek Barnes is going to push for time. So he was a head turner this week. Another one was wide receiver Dylan Drummond. I got two text messages this week. One from somebody on the inside and another from a writer that said, this kid's great. I said, well, hold on. It's OTAs. He was undrafted out of Eastern Michigan. It's like the Khalil Pimpleton of this season. But Dylan Drummond from Eastern turning heads early on in OTAs. Remember, he was good in rookie minicamp too. He's got a lot of speed. He was like a six-year man at Eastern. Got an extra year with COVID. and um, So he played a lot of college football. But the Lions certainly are looking for help at receiver, especially the first six weeks, with Jamison Williams out. Yes, they've got Khalif Raymond, and they've got Marvin Jones back, and Jamison Williams, and Tom Kennedy, and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who, of course, is their number one receiver, and it's one of the top 15, top 10, 15 receivers in the game. But uh, Dylan Drummond is pushing for a spot and uh, impressed people this past week. So keep an eye on the former EMU Eagle, Dylan Drummond. Uh, Also, somebody that played well this week, Khalil Dorsey, the 25-year-old cornerback out of Northern Arizona who spent some time last year at the end of the year on the Lions practice squad. Khalil Dorsey hasn't played in an NFL game in two years. He got some burn with the Ravens back in 2021. In 2022, he was on the Giants practice squad, then got cut. Uh, picked up by the Lions uh, um, in December of last year, was on the practice squad. He's 25. He's out of Northern Arizona University. I don't know a ton about him. He's only played in six NFL games. Pretty much Baltimore two years ago and hasn't played since. Uh, was was kind of back and forth between the practice squad and the, and the active roster with the Ravens. But Khalil Dorsey with a couple of nice pass breakups, some trash talk, um, good size. And again... You know, right now, because the Lions are waiting for Emmanuel Mosley from the Niners, who they picked up from the Niners, of course, in free agency to get healthy from the torn ACL. Jerry Jacobs is starting at one uh, cornerback spot alongside with uh, Cam Sutton. But let's say Mosley is slow to get started here. Let's say they really love Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as a uh, nickelback and more of a safety hybrid player. They're going to need corners. You always need corners. So maybe Khalil Dorsey makes the team. I I don't know. We'll see. Does he win a roster spot from Chase Lucas or something like that, who was drafted last year by Brad Holmes? But Dorsey had a good week from what I've heard. And uh, so that's a name to just keep an eye on when we're looking at um, OTAs and and what the Lions are doing. So, by the way, Dan Campbell wore a Brad Holmes T-shirt to his press conference uh, yesterday. Remember, it was Holmes that wore a Campbell shirt. Uh, with his picture on it a couple of weeks ago. So it's just a giant love fest down there in Allen Park. Everybody loves each other. Everybody's wearing T-shirts of their friends. (laughs) I'm not used to this. So uh, take that for what it's worth. All right, an update on DeAndre Hopkins. Could he be coming to Detroit? I don't know. I said yesterday I think I'm good without it. But there is some news on him. We'll tell you that coming up next. All right, so forget about trading for DeAndre Hopkins if you're the Lions. Arizona Cardinals could not find a trade partner 
for D Hop. And so uh, they have released the Pro Bowl receiver today. Like I mentioned yesterday, DeAndre Hopkins is 31 years old. And think about that if, this if you're the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are blowing it up. I mean, they're going to probably finish with one of the two or three worst records in the league this year. Kyler Murray's out most of the season, coming back from a torn ACL. and So it's going to be a while before Arizona's any good. And they know it. And they've been trying to unload Hopkins. No suitors. No one's eating the $22 million. And now the Cardinals have to eat in salary as under their cap this year. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins is now a free agent. I know there are some here in Detroit that are, you know, um, yearning for DeAndre Hopkins to come to Detroit. I just don't see it as a fit. Once Jamison Williams is back, you've got Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I'm not saying you don't need DeAndre Hopkins because you take him, but he's 31. He's on the other side of his uh, of his career. He's always he's been injured the last couple of years. I just don't see him as being that big of an impact player. And what would it cost as well to have him on this team? Uh, now, what's interesting is last week, DeAndre Hopkins was on the I Am Athlete podcast and was asked who he wanted to play with. And he said all the right things. He said Josh Allen, um, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert. Jared Goff's name was not mentioned, nor was Hendon Hookers or Nate Sudfeld, who was throwing interceptions left and right yesterday. But um, Buffalo, Philly, KC, Baltimore, or the Chargers. Yeah, and I and I want and I want you know, and I want a Mercedes Benz, and I want a million dollars. So good luck on that, DeAndre. I, I don't know if one of those teams will take him. Maybe they will. Uh, Kansas City, it seems like every year, adds receivers and subtracts receivers. Uh, Philadelphia already has A.J. Brown. I don't know if they're going to want to add DeAndre Hopkins to the mix. Baltimore is intriguing. That's a team that obviously drafted some receivers this year, that has signed some free agent receivers to give Lamar Jackson some more weapons. I like DeAndre Hopkins. I just don't love him. And I'm not sure what kind of money he's going to command. And... Like you said, I mean, the Lions have a lot of weapons. They feel good about that tight end room. There's a lot of depth there. There's depth at receiver once Williams comes back in week seven. You know, Jameer Gibbs is going to be playing all over the field. You know, there were some two-back looks yesterday uh, that the media saw at OTAs where Montgomery was out there with Reynolds or Montgomery was out there with Gibbs. They want to spread the ball around. Ben Johnson's offense last year had so much versatility. You know, one game Shane Zilstra had three touchdowns. One game Amon Ra had three touchdowns. Uh, Jamal Williams had three touchdowns in a game. So um, I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is a fit. I don't know if he's a culture fit either. It didn't seem like Arizona and him meshed very well at all. Still some gas in the tank, but I'm not so sure he's going to be signing Uh, with the Lions. You know, Marvin Jones signed here to play. Not saying Marvin Jones is as good as D-Hop. Of course not. Marvin Jones didn't sign here to not play. Khalif Raymond, you know the coaching staff loves, right? Then you got J-Mo. Then you got Amon-Ra. So we'll have to see. But uh, that's the story on DeAndre Hopkins right now. You would not have to trade for him. He has been released by the Arizona Cardinals. All right, that'll do it for our Memorial Day Friday edition of a Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen, everybody. If there's any news that breaks on this 
gambling investigation, which I don't think it's urgent. We, of course, uh, bring that to you. Thanks to everybody for uh, checking us out. Wherever you get your podcasts, we'll talk to you again on Monday night.